CBN Network. Browns fans talking to Browns fans. My mama's watching Venezuela, mama likes Cinderella, mama's got a chocolate. I say hola, 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 bossa nova. I say yeah, 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 I got a chocolate. Well, where to begin with this one? And that's, you know... Uh, I guess, you know, the certainly worst Sundays, <laughs> you know, worst after-game Sundays to come talk to you after uh, an overtime loss, certainly. Um, very disappointing uh, day. Losing today to the Tennessee Titans 12-9 to in overtime, falling to 0-7 on the season. But a lot of things, I think, to my mind anyway, on my heart anyway, first and foremost, Joe Thomas for the first time in his Hall of Fame career, had to come off the field today after his 10,363rd consecutive snap. As far as anybody knows, it's the longest streak in the history of the sport. And he left. um, The replays showed very clearly. It looked like he was involved in a fairly routine um, pass protection play and in the process of... Uh, shoving the defensive player, I believe it was Brian Arakpo, to the ground. Um, he began wincing in pain and torn, well, injured uh, triceps, and he did not return to the game. And, you know, I don't know. I, 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 have, I do not know the extent of the injury. I will certainly be um, – uh, I'll, be, I'll be very interested to find out. That's the the first, uh, and so that that definitely uh, impacted the game uh, as it went along. And you know, there I, I guess so that's the first uh, storyline uh, of the game. And you know, as I uh, am learn, and if I learn anything, I've got the Twitter open, <laughs> you know, and, and just you know, as 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 things goes on, if we you know know anything, then we'll certainly um, you know have all that information on the website. Uh, dogsbynature.com but as far as uh, right now it's just you know he, he was out for the rest of the game and you don't know well we don't no idea how long he's 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 going to be out um, it's just really unfortunate it's an amazing I you know it's, it's worth just for a couple of seconds ruminating on just an amazing amazing streak Joe Thomas 10,363 to my mind that's as incredible as is the uh, Indians fan sellout home sellout streak of 455 uh, i think that those two records are pretty um awesome and and i don't know similar but thomas's as a player certainly is a lot uh sweeter because we actually you know got to witness it but unfortunately um he came off the field just as we were probably getting uh, our best quarterbacking of the season but <laughs> that's not really saying a whole lot that's the old low bar gif uh, i guess the second storyline well not i guess the second storyline of the game is um, another move this time shortly after the second half began where uh, Hugh Jackson benched Deshaun Kaiser. This time, Cody Kessler came into the game. And, you know, again, let's pause on that. You benched, you started Kaiser, um, you benched him for Hogan. Hogan was terrible last week. And I, I think, again, calibrated for, you know, first time games and so forth, that was the worst ever. <laughs> that, that, that I, you know, it, it was it was bad, and I don't. I, th- I think part of it may have been, you know, because he's injured. It may have been that he was hurt. He tried to go out there and Drago it up, uh, which is to say, play hurt but be really bad while doing it. And he was really really bad last week. Um, Cod came in today, and you know, he wasn't terrible. Uh, he was able to, um, you know, in, in the first place, you know, Kaiser. Um, in the first half, looked really, really good up until the you know every all week long and, and for the, well, all season long, everybody has been kind of you know uh, pining for has been advocating that you know Jackson simplify the offense. You know everybody has had the opinion that he needs to get an offensive coordinator, which I don't even I, I don't know. I, I think a lot of that is way overblown. I think that you know, I don't I don't know to what extent Al Saunders is the offensive coordinator, right? I just don't know and I just I don't think that it's the issue and today I think you look on both sides of the ball and the Browns played a, a good game on both I I don't I I don't put this game on coaching. I know that people disagree 
Um, I, there's not really anything. I mean, not accepting the penalty early on in the game um, was an issue. I mean, the whole quarterback thing. I mean, I guess now at this point, because of the way that it went, well, to continue on, Kessler comes into the game and he, you know, does okay. That looks really good. Uh, honestly, he looked probably better for the first couple of drives than he ever has. Uh, except for you know he doesn't you know not unable to cash in uh, again low bar because he's not able to get it, even get into the end zone, and then he's got an interception that um, the best thing that you can say about it I mean it's it's every bit as bad as the one that that uh, Kaiser threw earlier in the game, the first of two interceptions that Kaiser threw, but this one that Cod threw was I mean it was way you know way over the guy's head and. Uh, Homeboy for uh, Tennessee, who I never heard of before today. Uh, well, I mean, I heard of him, but I'm saying he's never made. You know, today he's got three interceptions, um, and you know, because of, of of lousy Browns quarterback play, and it comes down to today. Um, notice, I, I can actually say this now that the game's over. Uh, although I should probably uh, save this as the as the uh, the storyline for later on. But the Browns end up. Um, unable to score a touchdown, even with the improved quarterback play from Cody Kessler. And a lot of that has to do with after uh, Thomas went down, after Kessler was in the game, that, you know, Spencer Drango came in and tried to play left tackle, and that, you know, didn't really work out. I don't, I, you know, I guess he's the best option. And I suppose, I mean, we did this, remember when we did this a couple years ago when Alex Mack got hurt? And so what we did is we took Greco, who's, a, you know, pretty good right guard, moved him to center. And we had the guy, Paul McQuistan. We had gotten him. He was the starter for the Seahawks the year before when the the Hags went to the Super Bowl and won it. So we got him in the free agency for not much and put him over at uh, right guard and put Greco at center. And in the Pittsburgh game, it worked really well. And in the next game, you know, they decided that it wasn't working because, you know, you had two guys that were out of position. I thought that a lot of it was overblown, but... They then move Greco back and put Nick McDonald at center and figure if you're going to have one, you know, you're going to have it's better to have one point of failure instead of two guys that are playing out of position. Well, I guess that's the 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 strategy employed here today. Otherwise, I would have thought they would have either put Sean Coleman over there or I forgot that, uh, that the rod was was still hurt. Um but I thought we had Zach Banner. I don't know if he can do uh, left tackle. Evidently, he can't, and so you put in the guy that you drafted last year. But he he obviously was uh, no no match for in a good way. He was no match for um, Brian Arakpo, the uh, Titans' um, uh, pass rushing uh, edge player. I don't know. I, don't, I, I honestly, and you know, right now we're going to go to uh, got it right here. Hugh Jackson's at the podium. Let's hear what he's got to say here. That's actually, he is at the podium, but all of a sudden it's uh, at a point where he doesn't want to, uh, the uh, the sound isn't cooperating with me. I'm going to go to it here as soon as it comes up, but um, as far as um, the uh, the quarterback situation is concerned, uh, after losing, well, after losing Thomas and then going in there with uh, with Kaiser, I'm sorry, with uh, Cod after benching Kaiser, after bringing Kaiser back in, after benching him and putting Hogan in, and then Hogan performing. You don't want the yo-yo. There's Hugh. Let's but it, it goes both ways. Developing quarterbacks, they still got. Well, we had Hugh for a moment there. It's uh, not one to cooperate with me. But either way. Football team. It's able to uh, work. We'll keep it going here. But either way, um, when you make that determination that you are um you know going to go with somebody or that you are going to replace him with somebody i think that that's a huge commitment that you know you ask of your team and again here as i'm talking to you i'm trying to um actuate this audio feed develop quarterbacks keep containing and it just doesn't want to cooperate with me but at any rate, um, when you do this and then you do the back and forth with this, I think that <laughs> it's very difficult now, especially. There was a, a look that Kaiser uh, shot um, earlier on, like after the benching happened and Cody went out there and played pretty well, that he was just, it was, the, you know, it was the thousand yards stare. It was just, he was, he was just totally... Uh, the league high, what he? 
Yeah, it's, it's, it ain't working, so I'll just have to I have to cut my losses on, on going to Hugh. Sorry about that. Uh, but after that happened, you just, you know, Kaiser just looked like he was lost. And he, the last two passes that he threw, one of them, right, it was right decision, guy was open. And the ball, I mean, was in the right area in terms of it was it was right directly over the head of, but right directly in the path of the sprinting. Um, I, I forget whether it was Treggs or uh, Lewis on that particular pass, but it was way over his head and intercepted. And then that was at the end of the first half where we could have gotten points in a game we ended up losing in overtime by a field goal. Um, later on in the second half we you know we have the ball first drive of the second quarter or of the of the second half of the third quarter and he you know throws a bad interception just a terrible just 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 a terrible everything terrible read terrible um sorry about that overall just just a bad play and so we end up going uh th- not even going three and out we give them a field position they end up converting it uh, into a score. No, actually, no. That on that possession, I do believe that was the uh, the goal line stand. They took it down, and we were able to stop that. Which is the other thing that um you know might add here today. Uh, well, no, I, I, I'll get to it. Actually, I, should, I, I keep uh, prefacing it, but I want to um, get to that. But the the you know Kessler comes in, does pretty well, gets us a field goal is able to get um, a tying field goal later on by a good clutch kick by Zane Gonzalez. Good to see him bounce back. Um, but then he also makes just you know the same type of interception later on. And, you know, when, when Kessler's out there, you're thinking, well, you know, he's looking pretty good here. He's got a nice zip on the ball, making nice reads and, you know, all this. Uh, but at one point, I think he was uh, 7 of 10 for 97 yards. He finished uh, 10 of 19, so that means that he finished, what, 3 of 9? That sounds about right. That sounds about right for, you know, meanwhile, uh, Kaiser was 12 of 20. Not that, I mean, I don't really care about stats, to be honest with you. I mean, but you look at the way the, that a guy played, and Kessler, you know, looks like about what you would expect. As the pressure got in there later on, and you got your, your Hall of Fame left tackle out, and you've got a guy that's basically a guard, you know, trying to play left tackle against like a pretty good pass rusher, and once Cody started getting the pressure, it's it's over. He can stand back there and he can make throws, um, kind of. But he ain't gonna be able to do it if he get if, if he's got to be if if if, if Cod's got to be back there running around. It ain't happening, y'all. And again, the extent to uh, to Thomas's injury is you know going to be a major um, point of of concern and interest. And you know, um, a game that certainly I would have liked to have won, uh, no doubt. I, I was you know really feeling excited maybe we could you know, especially after we forced in the punt there but then you know you, once we you know he gave up that sack later in the game like okay we're gonna be punting at, at best we're gonna be stopping them at about their own 40 which we ended up you know i think we got there was a penalty so it didn't be like no there was a penalty against us so they started even you know um with better field position and that and that was it at that point i pretty much knew it was over as as i'm sure you did as well but Look, I don't think that you can whatever for whatever else you want to be mad at Hugh about. Um, I, I think that he did everything that everybody wanted to do in terms of dumbing the game plan down. Uh, he went with a guy that you know he he did okay for a little bit and wasn't able to get it done later on. Unable to account for um, losing such a strength on the left side of the offensive line. I, you know, I don't know how. I, mean, I don't know how. I don't know how much you can really change your offense when you've got. You know, a guy that has been there for, you know, over 10,000 snaps uh, and, you know, he goes down. And I, I, I don't know that how much you can really change your offense that you've, you know, you, you everybody's had the same reps. And by the way, you're doing that with a guy that hasn't had a whole lot of reps anyway with the, with the first team offense. And even with that, um, by, by the way, it didn't really surprise me that Kessler would come out and look better than he did, you know, at any point during the preseason because he always he, he looked a lot better last year when he came in playing with the first team. So he comes in with the first team, made a couple of nice throws. He did make it, you know, he made a couple of nice throws. And I would I presume, I don't know, I don't know what Hugh is saying right now, and I guess we'll find out. I, I, I'm guessing it'll be another one of these Wednesday deals. But, you know, probably would make sense not to roll with Kessler because Kaiser, I mean, Kaiser, Kaiser took a dump in the bed again. And if you're going to move on from him again, then I guess... You know, this whole thing is really up for grabs, and um, you know, I, I guess I don't really care at this point. If it's not, and and I I understand that um, it, it could have dire consequences for Hughes' career, but I and whatever, I'm not going to 
Um, I, I'm, I'm just... <sighs> I'm, I'm just not going to break my head over it because it's it's happening. It's it's all. I mean, you, you either stick with the kid or you don't. But again, at the same time, he also threw some really bad passes, uh, and he, he made a couple of plays where he was. It looked like he was getting it together, you know, until that first interception. You know, it was really looking like all right. He's he's you know he's putting it together. He's putting one foot in front of the other. Bam! Interception. We go into the locker room down by three when we could have been tied up. And then you know, same thing later on with. Uh, you know, with Cod down there in the end zone. So, I mean, you leave points out on the board. But, you know, again, I've been kind of burying this defense. How about not giving up a touchdown today, which is the first, I believe it's the first game all year where Jabril Peppers didn't give up a touchdown. And, you know, it's, it's probably not a coincidence that Jabril Peppers didn't play today. So I think it's the, it's the first game that he didn't allow a touchdown, and it's the first game that he didn't play, and we don't allow a touchdown as a team. Um, I will say that, you know, Miles Garrett, I have to look at the uh, the All-22 uh, to, to really get a better sense of this, but it looked like Taylor Luan really matched up well with him, and I kind of had a you know feeling that that might happen. I don't know. What, you know he probably had decent stats or whatever, but he, de- he definitely was not um, – you know the, the the pressure didn't get there today, and we saw in uh, in in 2014 got a lot of pressure on Mariota. He wasn't anything particularly special today, but you know he didn't make any mistakes and made just enough plays to uh, get them the win. And uh, but the defense overall um, really you know came to play. Breon Body Calhoun and Jamar Taylor both uh, performed. I think both of them played their best games of the year without Jason McCourty in the lineup, who's been having a really good year at cornerback. Uh, his you know the two guys that were in there in the starting lineup, and actually the third guy, uh, Mike Jordan, uh, came in and and made a big play later on. I mean, really really solid play out of the cornerbacks today, and ultimately good performance overall by the defense really shut down a determined running effort uh by the titans they they really um you know hammer i mean they ended up getting 80 yards hard against us against uh, you know against us on the ground and um you know hats off to um you know the defense making improvements and i was i've been very you know critical uh, last couple of weeks about you know overall the defensive scheme and really the seems the constant exposure and, and problems and issues that we've had uh, and continue to have problems with but they seem to have gotten a lot of that together and today uh, looked a lot better in in the back end and really even the safety play while not particularly good was able to um you know again not not give up a free touchdown and you know did you have some free points because of the turnovers and the turnovers you know you end up um losing a game like this and you look at things like you know the th- i don't think that i think we got one i think we got the fumble and they had the three interceptions so they win the turnover battle um i think that they ended up getting i don't, I don't know if we got to Mariota. I, I don't even remember if we got to Mariota. if we did i i'm sure they got i i'm i know they got the cod at least once i think it got to him a couple of times so uh you know they got as far as that goes they won that battle and you know, and, but I mean, they weren't. They didn't. They didn't go out there and whip us. This is a team that is, you know, they they're they're they they consider themselves, you know, in the in the hunt for whatever it is they're doing. So they they got two sacks on us, as I'm looking here. And it looks like we got. It looks like Garrett got credited with a sack on that um, on that rollout. So we got. So it's even actually two sacks apiece. Uh, ended up being the but i mean there was definitely a difference i don't don't care what the what the stats say there was definitely a uh, difference with the pressure uh on cod later on in the game but the defense you know they balled out Uh, danny shelton on that fourth down play on the goal line was a monster i mean he he bench pressed the center up into the backfield and uncharacteristically for us this year instead of it ended up being a smart move for because that's an audacious thing to do you go for it on fourth by the way it's what i think that you should always do is you go for it on uh, if it's fourth and one particularly maybe fourth and two but you're but it's fourth and goal right you're down there and you're one or two yards away from the goal line and you run it up in there if you end up a yard or a foot short then okay you start the other team at the one foot line and against us that's a pretty good bet but then you know cod comes in and d- did a good job of you know getting us out of there drove us down the field got a field goal out of that drive and we end up uh you know tying the game and and so i mean it was a, a you know a, a good effort by the guys certainly the closest we've come to all year of actually winning a game and it was um 
you know, and and an overall team effort that uh, that ended up coming up short, mostly again because of the failure of three main positions. Although the wide receiver position wasn't as uh, bad as it's been in in previous games, it wasn't particularly good. The quarterback position wasn't as bad as it was last week, but certainly uh, Kessler was a little bit better than Kaiser. But Kessler wasn't particularly special, particularly as the game wore on. And well, not particularly special is not a good way of saying he wasn't good <laughs> in the fourth quarter. It's why I wasn't really. I mean, I you know when I'm in the, for the first uh, you know couple of drives, I'm thinking you know maybe maybe old Cod is uh, put it together up there, and uh, you know maybe he's maybe he's actually you know worthy. He's a, he's a golden Semtex. I I will not let that go. He's a golden Semtex. You know, we got him sitting on the roster. So now let's see what he does with, uh, you know, with a full we'll week. And then he goes out there and he throws that pick. And it's like, okay, that's what. That's why. I know, I, know, I know who this guy is. And whatever, man. Whatever. At, at this point, I don't even think it matters. And I am I'm very much anti-blow-up uh, of any kind. But, you know, at the same time, um, I, as as much as I would normally really disagree with, with, uh, with Hugh, I mean, he made it. I mean, he really made it as simple as could be you know, if if it's not there throw it into the bleachers you know do not force anything i'm talking about kaiser all he had to do was make it to where the drive ends up in a kick of some sort right either it's going to be a punt a field goal attempt or a, a touchdown that ends with an extra point you know that that's what should that, that's what every the goal of every drive should be yeah i, I you know you want <laughs> i know that you got to be aggressive and you got to go for it but you know, we possibly, you know, tie it up there and go into the locker room down or, you know, with a 6-6 tie. And then if he doesn't, you know, even if even if we don't get anything out of that drive, if we just don't, you know, give it up to them and that ended up being, okay, they ended up, um, we did end up, you know, that, that sequence uh, wound up with us, with Cod going down the field, we'll get the field goal and all that. But I'm saying, you know, you can't really unflap those butterfly wings if you know what I mean. But now that Cod has been in the game and has actually, you know, moved the ball a little bit, hasn't had as bad of, you know, interception problems. And certainly, you know, you got to, uh, you know, judge some of the performance by, um, you know, the issue with Thomas being out of the game. Uh, you know, maybe maybe Thomas just had a broken heart. Maybe it was like, oh, we're going back. We're going with Cody. We're, going, we're doing this. We're doing this again. All right. All right. You know, whatever. I'm going to go out there. I'm like, I always do. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to block this guy. I'm gonna block this guy. No, I'm fine. I'm gonna block. I'm gonna block the hell out of this guy. And he's out there, and he's blocking the hell out of this guy. Oh, and he just, you know, his, his heart is like, no, no, man, I got you. I got you, Joe. You, you, you had over ten thousand snaps. You can, you can rest. You can rest a little bit. And, and that's, you know, who knows what? To, I, I don't mean to be, uh, you know, I, I'm morbid about the situation. I just feel like, you know, Joe Thomas is. He's 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 like a family member, you know. I mean, I, it's not just that he's a player that I I, I love him. I, I I that's not a stretch. I I, I he, he's been he he's somebody that means a, a lot to me. I, I mean, I, Joe, somehow if you're listening to this, you are. I mean, I, I pray for you. I mean, seriously, you you are you're like uh you're, you're somebody that represents um a, a, a bright light in a period of darkness that is um almost. Um, almost anti-human. I mean, in the sense that um, you're you're just special. Um, and 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 there's like a familial. Quality. I mentioned this a little bit last week about Miles Garrett. You know, almost feels like a member of the family. And you know, you kind of you know it. You know your your mood and your life. You know the ebbs and flows and and has its emotional ups and downs uh, with those players and thomas is a guy that from the moment we drafted him it was the same thing only he's just been excellent from the moment he stepped on the field you know i can recall a couple of times over the years where he has gotten beat i remember one game one where he had a bad game it was against the falcons in 2010 that was it and because of that we uh seneca got hurt and because of that uh we got to see colt before he was supposed to and so uh on uh, on the wheel turns but you know hopefully uh, Joe will be back in uh, in full force uh, before you know before too long. But if he's out, then I you know I I I really am going to be interested to see what the plan is. And I wouldn't be surprised if the plan is to put Sean Coleman over there left tackle, and uh, then put uh, Zach Banner at right tackle. I think that probably makes the most amount of sense. Again, I think today. You know, you you got a guy that you know he's the best guy for that position and that and that. And he, you know, he didn't do um, as he wasn't O'Neill Cousins bad, 
But he certainly wasn't uh, able to match up. They weren't able to get him sufficient help over on that side. And, uh, you know, it was a it was an issue. The pass protection as a result uh, suffered, and, and it impaired Kessler's ability to – because, I mean, there's a there's a, a fella – and Cody, you know, good job uh, doing what you did. There's definitely a guy that he, that hears the footsteps, and it causes – you know, it, it causes problems in his pocket awareness and, uh, you know, makes it almost impossible for him to be able to connect and make plays. So, I mean, we're down to this with uh, nine games remaining on the schedule. We have made it to our third quarterback on the roster. I don't know if that, if that is a – I mean, I know that's the free square on the bingo – um, I, I I thought maybe this year it would be one of those years where we see the guy in the the final game, but no, no. Actually, this was the year where it happened in in game eight, where we no, I'm sorry, in game seven, we uh, we got to see number. Now last year we got to see him in game number three, so I guess this year is an improvement on that by five. And really, uh, it's an improvement in the sense that the, the starter really didn't get hurt. I mean, Kaiser's been remarkably uh, you know healthy as far as that goes, but for the uh, second time in in two straight starts he is uh, benched for uh, quality for you know for, for performance and is um is uh you know the well he's on the bench and is I, I, again i would presume he's going to be the backup again and you let cod take the first team reps he is a veteran he's got more experience than hogger who uh, was out I, I i don't expect that hogan is going to get back into the conversation even if he's healthy again i don't know maybe maybe hogan uh his arm being being uh, all wrecked was the problem with him looking as bad as he did last week the one thing i'll say now i noticed this today about the, the these two quarterbacks is that people are very um dismissive of kessler as a prospect because of his underwhelming uh velocity and arm strength and i I, i'm not going to you know deny that his you know arm strength as compared to to the league average is certainly on the lower end of that spectrum but i i also have always thought that it's plenty fine for what is required in the nfl i thought today he made plenty of throws that he had plenty enough zip on him out to the side like hit car bash all that um whatever people can disagree about that but the difference i don't think that there's uh you you can argue about this the difference between kessler and his um lack of elite velocity versus hogan and his situation last week where it was just he just must have had something wrong with him is that he was still trying to make every pass as if it had the same amount of zip on it, whereas Kessler is much better at anticipation. And his timing's better because he knows how much he needs to put on it and how far it needs to go. There were some really nice, accurate passes today. And then, you know, the Titans got some pressure, and that was, you know, that's ultimately what took it down. But, you know, he he did enough uh, to show that, um, you know, he should, you know, to to get more time and whatever. (laughs) And, and, And look... We lose the game, but I got to be honest with you. At this point, I'm not really all that stressed about it because I, while I would really have, have liked to have won this game, and I know that people are, are you know going to be all you know hot and bothered about it, and it's another game that we. This is by the way the fourth game. You know the Steelers, the Colts, the Jets. Now this one, the fourth game that we've lost by three points. So. Uh, certainly we you know we could have been things could have gone differently in those games uh and the things definitely could have gone differently here this is a game we could have won but that we didn't win it means that we are once again going to be sitting uh or that we are we are ever closer moving to that that uh that that perch of the the number one pick in the draft although the san francisco 49ers are giving us a run for the money as they at this at the time of this they're down 14 to 3 to the to the uh, the cowboys in uh, in that game game figures you, you, you figure that the niners will figure to keep pace with us uh, not that that is the most important thing but in a year like this if the guy is not on our roster if the quarterback of our team that's going to ultimately be the guy that's going to get us out of this mess because once again today the problem was um not good quarterback play not good wide receiver play not good safety play although of those three the quarterback play the wide receiver play and the safety play were all pretty much a little bit better right than what they have been on average throughout the course of the season now again very low bar because the the play of those respective groups and them collectively have been terrible but you combine that also with a bunch of just really well some stupid mistakes some some bad penalties that were 
mistakes, you know, mental mistakes and so on. But also, and this is not, you know, I, I'm not, you never hear me complain about the refs, but also some just bad calls, some some really just bad, you know, bad, you know, just just they just flat out blew some some calls. Uh, you know, the the I'd have to look at it again, but the one the the, the pick play, it wasn't a pick. He didn't even touch the guy. And there was another one that was even more egregious later on. I think it was the, the calling uh, Crowell for the – actually, no, that wasn't too bad because he did actually have it. But point is, those are the things that ended up you know, in key, in key moments. It happened several times with Kaiser and several times with Kessler and like you know, a half a dozen times on defense with uh, jumping off sides. I mean, that was you – know, the, 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 it, it was an abnormal day for that sort of thing. And yet we still kept them out of the end zone and were in this game and could have won it. So, you know, young team going to young team. And if we're going to to lose, I, you know, I can't I don't really feel too bad about losing a game like this. And I don't really feel too bad about whoever it is that's out there next year in the draft class, because if the guy is not on our roster, if the guy that is going to, you know, deliver us from all of this is not either Kevin Hogan. Uh, I sorry, I don't mean to chuckle as I say that Deshaun Kaiser. I don't mean to uh, sound uh, you know, sad as I say that, or, you know, Cody Kessler. I don't know. I guess that's a combination of laughing and crying. Think of him uh, being the guy. But, you know, if, if, if it's not going to be, and I guess now at this point, you know, you know, Hogan would have had a decent chance to prove himself, and he did. He got a decent chance, and he proved himself just fine. Now I think if if, if we do go to, uh, to uh, Cod, then all right, um, he's probably going to get a substantial chance now as he did last year. Um, behind a less than a less than as substantial an offensive line as we've had before, which is unfortunate. Um, hopefully, maybe this can you know up the uh, the the learning curve with Njoku and Telfer. When, uh, not Telfer, but uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the, the the valve. Uh, as far as being able to block and chip those guys on the outside and give uh, give Cod a little bit more time in the pocket, so that way he can uh, he can hang in there and and uh, and maybe I don't know make some of those make some of those nice pretty passes without making the stupid you know mistakes and you know he at least only made one of them and then did the thing where he you know feels the pressure and ends up taking bad sacks and we end up punting on fourth and you know 30 so you know hopefully uh, that can get better and you know at the at initially it looked like he was you know making good decisions getting the ball out quickly and if if that's always been the thing with him if he can continue on that trajectory he's plenty accurate enough and I think that the arm is plenty strong enough. It's just, and he's usually good about making good decisions. But he made a bad one uh, on that. Actually, the bad, the decision wasn't even all that bad. As wasn't the decision on the long throw on fourth down. Uh, he had the guy open. It just you know, overthrew him. I, I don't mind the decision, but you got to make the throw. So you know, I, I it, it's only one game, but one game combined with the preseason, combined with last year, combined with you know the the, the college value uh, and all that, and you know I, I I'm not any closer to thinking that Kessler is a, is a possibility to be the guy as I was when this whole process uh, got going. But uh, I'm not you know going to rule it out. We're going to see what you know how it, how it all works out, but. If, if that if that really is what we're what we're talking about, if, if we're really talking about it, it's one of these three guys, or else we, <coughs> pardon me, um, if it's not going to be one of those three guys, then it's going to be somebody coming out of the draft next year, unless you know you have your fingers crossed that it could be somebody like Kirk Cousins or Teddy Bridgewater or somebody like that. Uh, it's it's probably going to end up being somebody from the college ranks that you know has no choice but to come to us because we draft him that we're going to be able to get here. And at that point, I would ha- rather have my my choice of of any of those guys. Of course, as is to be expected, the guys that everybody expected at the beginning of the year were going to be the hot prospects. You know, Allen and Darnold and Rosen have been underwhelming. And there's, you know, the, the guys that uh, are of interest are, aren't even, you know, sure to... Um, uh, declare for the draft, so that might even not might not even happen. And so, with that, you know, you've got uh, a uh, you know who knows. It, it's all and not and just like it always does. Now you've got other guys that are starting to show up that you think, all right, maybe that guy is going to be the guy. But we're going to go through this whole process. Nobody point is nobody knows. Nobody knows who the top quarterback is going to be. But there probably is going to be a guy that's worth taking. 
And if we got the number one pick, or we've got the number two pick, um, yeah, or uh, certainly I would, I would, I would say if we've got the number two pick and we like a guy, and it's like the 49ers, unless I mean, we've got enough ammunition to make anybody think twice. I mean, seriously, if we really, really want a guy, I mean, I don't know if 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 they don't. I mean, if we if we just say we will give you, if if they like a guy, and would you do this? If they like a guy enough, would you would you do this? Would you just say we'll give you our next two drafts? But it would have to be a guy like Andrew Luck, right? You know, there's some uh, some some speculation. I think Bucky Brooks was suggesting that uh, that the uh, Colts ought to trade him to us. Now, wouldn't that be something? What would you get for Andrew Luck? I'm I look at that like if if a team is willing to trade a guy, then he's probably not. He's probably there's probably some there's probably a reason why. There's probably something wrong with him to the extent that it's not worth taking the the risk. But that's just, you know, I could be wrong about that. That's just my, you know, my perception based on, you know, years of watching this game where uh, you know, you just don't see quarterbacks become available if they're if they're worth anything, if they're any good. And Luck is certainly if he's healthy, he's very good. He's franchise material and I'd be willing to give up. I'd be willing to start the bidding process at our first what whatever our first is going to be next year, even if he can't play this year. Our first this year, uh, you know, in um in uh, 2018 and the uh the uh pick the the our, our pick the following year i would willing to give up both of those two first round picks coming up the next uh two years and and i would start it there and if and i don't know that i would go much further than that because I, that's enough value to give up but again if they are going to i just can't imagine giving up that much more because if they're going to trade the guy then that means that there must be some doubt. Or they really love Jacoby Brissett, and that seems, you know, very far-fetched, especially with uh, the Colts getting destroyed today by the Jaguars. But at any rate, it, all, all that's a pipe dream anyway. If we're going to get a guy, then we're going to have to draft him. And I would say there's probably going to be a couple of guys. And just as it was, I think that if you look at both of the last um, two seasons, you had Wentz and um, uh, Goff, and in this year, you had Trubisky and Mahomes. I would have been good with any of those guys. And if we're sitting there at number two, and there's two guys that are sitting there that are worthy, that by the time we get there, we've established tall enough for cold weather, you know, can hit the car bashed, you know, big enough hands, all kinds of people at the birthday party, the whole thing. They got the whole package, and they're they're available to us. You know, there's a couple of guys that are that are like that. We just whoever it is, we just take we just take a guy, we just take a guy, and we we just take him, and we roll, and we and we commit to the guy. Um, and, and we just do it because it's it, we have to at this point. I mean, I know that this goes against what I you know talked to previously about uh, not taking a guy in the first round almost no matter what. Uh, but I just think that you know, and, and, and there's a caveat to this. I mean, you know, if Cod goes out there and plays pretty well, and we end up winning three or four games, well, then that's going to change things uh, quite a bit. But you know that that seems pretty far fetched at this point. Um. But if we win like one or two games, then that may make it to where we're picking like two or three. And the guy may not be available. And so then what do you do? You don't just draft a guy just to draft a guy. You almost have to stick with it. And then you do think, okay, well, then what would a guy like Bridge- Bridgewater is an intriguing guy to me because I just, I just think he's somebody that we could possibly go get. And if he's healthy, I would definitely um, uh, kick the tires, so to speak. But then you could still um, draft a guy. And if if uh, Kessler shows anything, you could you know probably get something, some sort of value for him. I'm sure. Uh, in terms of trade, and same thing with all of these guys. You you know just get whatever you can get, fifth, sixth, what have you, for for the guys that you have. But you turn around and you keep you know taking your swings at guys that maybe will come out of the draft and maybe do well for you. It could happen that you know some guys can just come in and do it. Kaiser just is not that guy, unfortunately. Today looked really promising, and then. You know, he, uh, he, he, I, I, you know me, I don't like to be crass, but he shat all over himself. That's, that's really the nicest way that, that anybody can say that. And, and, in, in a, and he had, he had an opportunity to vindicate it and, you know, just didn't do it. So it's unfortunate, um, cause I was really encouraged by the first part of the game. But now we enter into a, uh, you know, a different era, so to speak, where, um, probably gonna be looking at Kessler 
And but again, you know, to, to look at some of the positives, uh, you know, the tight ends did, you know, do both do pretty well in terms of uh, making uh, receptions good in good situations. Overall, the wide receivers, while not good, were not as bad as they've been. Mention the the play of the safety and really the overall play of the defense. The defense overall very encouraging uh, today. Just you know, didn't leave a lot of those huge you know plays all day long. And, and allow uh, Tennessee to just exploit the same thing over and over. Yeah, Tennessee ended up getting you know twelve hard points. Uh, ultimately, if we would have gotten you know big league offensive production, then we really you know should have won this game. You know, I, I mean, as good as the, the defensive effort was good enough for what, whatever else you want to say, the defense is not the reason that we lost this game today. The defense, uh, the defense allowed two hundred and sixty nine net yards. That is impressive. Now, here's 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 the problem. We gained 284 uh, net yards, which is not impressive. And but we held them to 16 first downs. We had 19 first downs, and only two of those by, uh, by via the rush. But they were able to, um, you know, we we actually had more an, an, a higher average gain. Per, I mean, we we made their their offense was not better than ours today. So we we held an offense that is better than us to a level that was worse than our offense was. And our offense today was pretty lousy, all things considered, except for the little bit that uh, Kaiser. Well, I mean, actually, not that's not true. Kaiser got it going a little bit um, in the first half. You know, once again in between the twenties, didn't turn it over on that first drive. That was progress. Did turn it over on that second, you know, opportunity. That was you know regression. And you know, followed up with that in the second half. And then you know, Cod came in, moved it along. Okay, did you know there was a couple of plays. And then, as I say, there were several moments where uh, we had, we were moving the ball, we were doing okay, and you know, the flags came in. And again, I'm not complaining about the referees, but there were just some plays in this game that were. Um, that just they, they, you know bad bad calls happen, and, and I think that even there was a, a one where we got uh, earlier you know, later on in the game where we got a bad call uh, in our favor. It happens. I'm not even complaining about it. It balances out, but it's a factor. Um, I, I'm not going to um, um, put a whole lot of emphasis on on you know really anything that that Jackson did. Um, even including the whole Kaiser situation, because as I'm seeing now, as this whole thing is unfolding, um, it really is. They really, really must have a, a, a an ironclad. You guys do what you need to do. We're not going to blow this up at the end of the. I really the body language is certainly appearing because it goes. What is going on here is not what you do. If you you just don't you don't make these these sort of changes. And now with Kaiser's, I I, I just it, it's probably over for him. He'll he'll get another shot next year. But, I mean, I don't know how serious it's going to be. And, again, it depends on what else we do. If we're sitting there with the third or fourth, you know, pick overall and, you know, the top QB is, you know, ahead of us and we're only, you know, and and the two teams ahead of us are or however many teams all want them, then, you know, it doesn't really make sense for us to go get a guy. But maybe we go get a, a, uh, you know, a free agent that's available that's not terrible or, you know, say a a, a lottery ticket like Bridgewater, you know, who's a slightly better lottery ticket than somebody like uh, Osweiler or RG3. Um, or, you know, make a make a move for Kirk Cousins possibly. that way, And we could certainly afford that. Uh, and, I you know, again, I don't – Without getting into what could possibly be available, I just generally don't think that you get a quarterback that's on an NFL team unless it's a it's a really exceptional circumstance, and I just don't see one aligning for us. Other than, as I say, a weird one like Bridgewater, but then we're probably going to end up drafting a guy in the second round, third round again. <coughs> Pardon me. Where. Uh, uh, there's not going to be the pressure to do anything with him, and then we see what develops with our guy. And if we can continue to tread water, well, then you know next year will probably be um, a, a lot more uh, consequential in terms of the win loss total. It's, um, but I mean, it is confounding to think what what the game plan actually is. But if you know we're not tanking necessarily, but you know we're in another spot where we just you know we don't have a QB on the roster that we we know what we can build around. Um, everybody that is on the roster is really raw and really is just um, not, you know, where they need to be. Now we have a problem on the offensive line. And, you know, depending on how bad it is for Joe, you know, you may have to now seriously start thinking about, okay, you know, what what do we have to do as far as the tackle position? Do we need to address that? You know, because that's an important position. We haven't had to worry about it in a decade. Uh, of course, over that same period of time, we've had terrible uh, quarterback play, so it hasn't mattered. Now, you know, today we get some decent quarterback play. I'm not saying that. You know, I, I knew when even when, when Cod came into the game 
And even when he started doing well, I'm like, I know that this isn't going to last. I know exactly what's going to happen here. And of course, you know, eventually he got there. But I'm not, you know, I'm not going to uh, put too much on Kessler. He, he played the way that this season has gone. He's definitely played well enough to earn uh, another start. Why not? Why? Why not? I mean, Kaiser uh, definitely did nothing to keep him himself out there. So what the? I mean, let's let's see what what Kessler can do with a week of um, of um, of training. And at this point, if if Hugh is if if Hugh is wrong and he doesn't have this sort of job security that allows him to just 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 gum this whole thing up like he has, then at that point, you know, I would start then looking intrinsically at you know somebody that is on the roster that would that would take over you know or not on the roster but somebody that is that is within the organization that would take over as the as the coaching duties as opposed to bringing in somebody new because I, I just wouldn't want to upset say you know like promote al saunders you know make him the i think he's the assistant offensive co- or, you know, assistant head coach anyway so you know just promote him make him the head coach and just stay with it so that way we have the same you know if jackson really is you know the issue then try to keep what you can you know keep greg williams kind of make him the co-coach or whatever you need to do and just kind of do it that way uh, as opposed to going out and bringing in somebody, if it really comes down to that, and I'm not, I'm not pining for that, but I, 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 watching this right now, either they know that they've got the, they, they can just f around with all of this from the, with the quarterback spot specifically, and it's going to be okay that that uh, Haslam is just going to be like, hey, you guys do what you have to do. I know that you're you know in a tough spot. You're trying to play the slow game on this, so you know, do what you have to do. You explained to me what we were doing at the very beginning of all of this. I see what you're doing. I see the progress in the areas that you said there was going to be progress. It's a close game today. You know, the fourth game this year that was you know decided by three points. So you know, um, it's it's showing that the team is is certainly um, you know growing. I, I think that it's showing. I mean, once again, you know, today other than those positions that I mentioned, and the fact that Miles Garrett had a more human uh, game. He actually, he had a rookie game against a an experienced good left tackle. You know, a first round pick in his own right. So, you know, he's going to get better because of uh, days like today. But, you know, the rest of the defensive line played pretty well today. Didn't really get pressure in uh, the, the key moments that we needed to. Um, but at the same time, we, we, we did get pressure in some key moments that, that helped it, helped us to be in a position to, um, at least be in a spot to win the game, you know, later on. So I'm not going to get, you know, this is, this is a Sunday where we lose the game and I'm just, I don't really feel too bad about it because the game, we could have won this game and the fact that, wow, we're 0-7, we're, we're, you know, we're just that much closer to getting a really high draft pick that is hopefully going to be our quarterback. While I, you know, this is kind of a head, a head heart thing. The head says, no, they have this analytics approach. I got to do the interview with analytics at some point, but it's the go out and just, just throw darts at the dart board get you know throw as many bodies at the situation and eventually somebody will put it together you know between the ears and then throw it out there on the field and you know that that's that's the one way to do it and you know but my what my heart says is i really want us to just identify whoever it is that we want and for the first time since 1999 use a top five or a top three or the top pick overall on the best quarterback or the quarterback that we want the most at the top of the draft because we can argue about this, um, and we have, and we do, and it's an ongoing thing, but while it's certainly no guarantee that if you draft a quarterback at the top of the draft, it most definitely is the case that you increase the likelihood that the guy will be a player because that's just the way that it works. When the guys that you look that are at, you know, the, the ones that end up making it, um, the overwhelming um, well okay there's no good way that works all the time but the only one way that has some significant significant statistical uh, shows a direct difference is when you draft a guy top three or top five but particularly top three and so that's what I hope that we do and we just get the guy that we want and then we at that point we just invest every ounce of our um you know our our franchise behind that guy and i mean we could have done that with kaiser i think that that was probably what he wanted to do but these interceptions are just to a point where they're they're crippling and the quarterback play the wide receiver play the safety play again beating this drum all year long has been our problem and again mentioning the first game all year i believe it's the first game all year that jabril peppers was not responsible for a touchdown given up on defense and it was you know i say probably consequently uh that's because jabril peppers did not play in the game today and it was uh not 
uh, uncoincidentally, the first game that we did not allow a touchdown to the opposing offense all year. And so, again, you know, had a chance to win this game, weren't able to get it done, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to be too down and depressed on my guys today. I'm not going to, um, I'm not really going to change my demeanor whatsoever about about all of this. This is this was I, I think a positive uh, in many ways. We we took this team into overtime. Next week we're going to p- be playing um, you know in England. That's probably that whole experience is probably going to be uh, you know is going to you know wreck some things as far as we'll probably end up losing that game too for some stupid reasons and come back from the bye week uh, winless. But I don't really care, and the reason I don't really care is because this is. This was always going to be a long process, and we are in the still the beginning stages of this long process. And the process is yielding some results that I'm more than, than okay with right now. Yeah, I expect things to get better, and, and and today was better. Today was better than what we've seen. Is it good enough? No, I'm not suggesting that it is. And certainly, you know, as, as uh, time goes by... Um, we're gonna expect to see you know us convert some of these games. Maybe that'll start. Maybe that'll happen next week. I think that as the season goes along, we're going to see some of those. My my you know expectation at the beginning again was four and twelve. I was hopeful that with Kaiser starting every game, that would mean that you know incremental success as the season wore along would mean that him going into the off season as the starter, getting starter reps, all of that, he could go into next year as the quarterback. But after today's game, you know, and and one of the reasons why I should probably find this audio, but I listened to him in the pregame. Um, and at the uh, the long interview, the presser he did earlier this week, and he went on and on and on and on and on about protecting the ball, throwing the uh, the interceptions, especially in the red zone, um, and how it's his responsibility. Mean, he went on and on and on and on about this, and the, and the whole time I'm listening to him, I'm thinking, wow, I mean, you really are kind of writing a big check here, dude. I mean, you you are acknowledging the thing that you are doing, and you're saying you're basically you know holding yourself accountable and saying that if you don't get it done, that you know that 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 there's probably justification in making a move well you know all of that came to fruition and he uh, ends up getting bounced coming out of the game and Kessler comes in and now as I say we'll see what happens over the next couple of days but it wouldn't be surprising at all to me if it's uh, if it ends up being Kessler's job to lose um, some other um, things of note mentioned earlier Joe Thomas injured don't know for how long just yet or um, whether or not um, his replacement will be Spencer Durango for the long term. Uh, I'm sure we'll find out uh, in due course. In fact, maybe I can uh, bring up some stuff here to see if there's anything of note here in the old post game stuff. And and look, I, I know that it's going to be really frustrating, um, really really frustrating. Um, well, for, it's it's just it's just fr- I mean it's just it, the whole thing is just frustrating. It's it's just. A, a constant, you know, every week battle for, you know, for for us to, you know, just keep our, our hopes up that we can somehow stay in a game like this. And the whole time I'm thinking that we're going to blow it, we're going to blow it, we're going to blow it. And on the drive before we end up giving up the field goal, I'm thinking we're going to give it up here on this four, on this uh, third down play. We're gonna, and we didn't give it up. Like, wow, I just, we, we're still in this thing. You just kind of get that sense of dread. But this wasn't the year that we were supposed to, you know, to be competitive so the more games that we lose, the higher that draft pick is going to be. That's going to control our uh, our, our positioning to get that that top quarterback. Hopefully that and that's, hopefully that's the direction that we go in. And uh, you know, at that point, I, I, you know, we have another pick. Hopefully, maybe Saquon Barkley will will uh, fall to that. What a game he had! Well, he had a, a real he had a couple of nice plays, and I think that uh, what I've seen over the last couple of weeks. And this is the thing about draft season: you fall in love with these guys early. And then, as it goes along, you you know you realize okay, there's a there's a much larger pool, or the talent level is is different the closer that you get. Combine happens, you know numbers. You start looking at all of those things. But right, I, I was he's been kind of my draft crush all year. But I've also been looking at you know guys like uh, John Kelly from Tennessee, and also um, Geese from uh, or Geis. I, I don't know how you say the guy's name from uh, LSU. Some really, really nice running, and I really, I, I would be, I would really like to kind of investigate getting a good running back for this offense because uh, I think it's 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 a it's a piece of this offensive team that it really could use an improvement on. But honestly, now with the injury to Joe Thomas, it may be that uh, that that would be more of a, of a luxury item because you could you could probably get one of those guys. But offensive line, particularly left tackle, um, is something that you know, and, and I know that that's going to annoy people talking about that. 
at this juncture but seriously it's uh it's it's that important having you know you look at at uh, Mariota today and having a you know a a good uh veteran solid left tackle you know essentially neutralized the uh, the guy that we are banking our uh, our hopes on and again you know Garrett not a a great day today uh, I mean, he statistically, again, he gets a, he gets credit for the sack, but I'll, you know, really that was just a kind of a good stay-at-home play. Um, I guess he gets four tackles all around. So, I mean, statistically, probably better than the game overall looks for what it is that you want to get out of him, which is – and still, I'd like to see him beat somebody around the edge and bend and, and get a sack that way. I haven't seen that happen as yet, um, even though I think now he's got four sacks on the year. Which is still, hey man, that's great. I'm, I'm I'm happy for the kid, and and he's uh, he's he is doing very well uh, so far in this in this rookie year. Can't can't really get too upset at all. Jamie Collins got a nice sack today. Uh, uh, Christian Kirksey was all over the field and did uh, you know he had a, a break up in the end zone that was hey it was more luck than being good, but you know he uh, kind of uh, redeemed himself and and maybe the again I think that. We've had a, a pretty serious weak spot in the secondary for much of the year, and today I think that that weak spot was kind of exposed by not being there uh, in the sense that I think that um, that uh, Peppers not being on the field did contribute to us not giving up because I, I, I'm, I'm serious. I think that he's good for about a touchdown a game. But um, but hey, you know the, some some good spots. Bryce Treggs uh, showed up again a couple of times today. I think that um, when Kenny Britt is uh, not on the field the uh, the, the overall uh, and, and, and Ricardo Lewis you know made a couple of plays but he also had you know that drop you know by the sideline and I'm you know I'm really not I'm really not I'm, I'm really not feeling the the Ricardo I'd, I'd like to see I'd like to see improvement in all of these areas um, but I mean I'm just I'm it's all good. Um, the, the you know it's it's a game that we that we could have won. Uh, we we don't end up pulling it out, but uh, but I don't feel too bad about it, and I don't think that we're any closer really to um, to uh, uh, having this thing solved in terms of the franchise quarterback. Other than I think that it, this probably means that that Kaiser's. I, I really doubt that he's going to get another serious shot. That well, I, we'll see. I don't want to make too too hasty of a prediction on this. But we're going to find out, and, and especially if, if uh, Cod goes out there and plays, you know, fairly decently, and we lose close games like this. But you know, he's not turning it over, and then eventually we end up winning a couple of games. You know, as the season goes along, then uh, you know, then then that all that probably shows is that Cod isn't the guy either. And then we go into uh, next off season with, uh, with 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 the quarterback as our number one priority. I hope. But you know, as I say, um, it was a, it was a fun game from uh, the sense that it, at least it was competitive. Uh, you know, where it hasn't been up to this point, and uh, I'm just I'm not going to get you know too upset about the the score. We hung tough with this team. Yeah, we we should have got the win. Um, but I think that for a, a young team like this, and for ultimately what it's going to mean long term, you know, us uh, you know, taking a loss like this. However, whatever else happens, it's going to improve ultimately our draft uh, stock. And at this point, I don't, um, I don't have a problem with looking at it that way. Uh, I understand other people do, and people want to win, and I certainly want to win. I'm just, uh, I'm just not going to get too upset about it at this point because this, we're, we're at that point now in this build process. And I'm seeing, look, we we talked about it all week long. The the progress that I'm seeing at all the position groups, halfback, yeah, I, I'd I'd like to see a little bit more Duke. Then again, he got up, you know, a little bit gimpy today after one of his runs. Um, wide receiver is getting better, but still not good. Tight end, seeing a lot of high marks on that. Offensive line, up until Thomas was hurt, the offensive line looked great today. It was giving quarterbacks all kinds of time. Thomas got hurt, changed the whole dynamic. Now it's an issue. How long it's going to be an issue and for what extent, if it is something we're going to have to expend off-season resources on, remains to be seen. But as far as the defensive line is concerned, we're in pretty good shape there. Just need for the guys to get better. And on the interior today, they were playing very, very well. They were playing at big league level, whereas uh, Garrett just needs to, you know, today was a learning experience for him. The linebackers played much better today. The cornerbacks played excellently today. I mean, there's just, you cannot, um, I, I think, too highly praise uh, the performance of Breon Body Calhoun and uh, and Jamar Taylor, and also uh, hats off to um, uh, Zane Gonzalez. 
seventh round pick hit uh, all three of his kicks including a uh, a long one with uh, a, that curved back into it but I thought it was going to be as soon as it left his foot I thought it was uh, a no good but it curved back in and so you know game ball to him even though it's a loss still um, positives positives there's things out there and that's what I'm going to take away from this and I think that that's a good um, place I'll, I'll, I may yak at you later on this week but um, for now I'm, I'm good with uh, with with how this thing ended up my name is Easy Weave. This is Easy Does It on the DBN Network. If you liked any of this, you can do your own thing. Hit me up, easyweave at gmail.com, and let me know. You can do your own show. Or just uh, tell me how lousy you think I am or how wrong you think I am or how pig-headed and stupid-faced you think I am about all of this and how just we need to uh, fire everybody and that uh, Bob was right. However, Whatever it is that you think, hit me up uh, in the comment section of the article or just anytime that you see me on dogsbynature.com. I'm always there. Y'all have a great one. I'll talk to you later. Good night. God bless. See ya. Hey, I'm Anil Dash, and I'm the host of a new show called Function from the Vox Media Podcast Network and Glitch. This season, we're talking with experts about why our voting machines are so bad and how that might hurt our elections. We'll also talk with an animator to find out how popular dances from the real world end up in video games. And we're going to tackle the biggest question in tech. Why do so many celebrities use screenshots from that Apple Notes app to make their public apologies when they screw up? You can find new episodes of Function every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And thanks to Microsoft Azure for sponsoring Function.